This is Poor Pivots, where Sean and I are going to look at some of the best in business and dig into what makes them tick. We'll dive into possible pivots to help them turn in the corner or completely flop. You're about to find out what it takes for a big company to thrive and survive. Welcome to another episode of Poor Pivots. We are your hosts, Nels and Sean. Sean, as a millennial man. Yeah. Can you think of anything more magical than getting married? Um, magical? How so? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't this something that you dreamed about when you were not, a child? Not really. Um, <laughs> you I didn't want... think about that big day when you would be walking down the aisle? No, I wanted to be one of the Ninja Turtles, man. That was my goal. <laughs> I wanted to be behind a bulldozer, <laughs> knocking down buildings, and I wanted to eat pizza in a sewer with my rat friend. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, rat sensei. Yes, correct. No, man, I I think of all the the beautiful flowers, the the amazing energy, excitement, all the work, all, all of the work, and we can both say that because we're planning weddings right now. Each that, of us, right? That's true. <laughs> and there are so many little nuanced things that go along with weddings ceremonies that. It is a difficult thing to plan. 100%. But do you know what makes it a little bit easier? What? The knot. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> You're a one-stop shop for all things weddings. That's true. I mean, I, I we made our website through the knot. I got to list my best men and do the RSVP thing. I love that that's online now. By the way, if I never have to fill out another RSVP card, saving trees, you know, saving the planet. <laughs> It's like in either either a very uh, um, eco conscious Sean or just a lazy Sean saying that both both, <laughs> both and <laughs> and if you're not familiar with the knot, they really are your one stop shop for weddings, right? So they're they're everything from uh, kind of being your booking agency for places like venues or photographers or different service providers uh, to actually being like your CMS for your wedding. So you you have a website now provided by the knot, and you will drive people there to RSVP. Uh, also, your wedding registry yep. is on there, yep. so that people can buy through the site, uh, give you gifts, things like that. It's it's taking what is otherwise a fairly complex thing and simplifying it. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know the the ability to kind of have other vendors. We actually we shouldn't use it that much for that. Um, so we kind of knew our venue going in, mm-hmm. so we didn't need a venue per se. We, we used the not, it was the easiest way to reach people. Yep. You know, we've got people that we're inviting from different countries and different time zones. Yep. Some folks who we didn't have mailing addresses for, but we had everybody's email. There you so go. So you just send them a blast. <laughs> hey, check this thing out. Be sure to come. You know, you, you put it into HubSpot. Yeah. You set the recurring. <laughs> you see as must read. <laughs> And, uh, you know, every three days until they respond, they're going to get another reminder. Another email. <laughs> it's systematized, but it works. Damn it. We got 100% response. Uh, no one's coming. but <laughs> uh, Well, so that and that's a good point. It's like every wedding is slightly different. You know, in your case, you're dealing with folks flying in internationally yep. for a wedding. Our, the nuance to ours that was kind of interesting is we're actually getting married before the party. Right? So our, our party Ooh. is... Uh, at our my family's lake house uh, in Wisconsin, we're actually getting married the week before in Montana. 
was the family's lake house one of the listed venues through the nod? Yes. They yeah, knew. They <laughs> <laughs> don't have like <laughs> wait now. So you forgot about the family lake house? It did, it did take a while. Like we are we're having a, a our reception or, or the dinner at a steakhouse there. And it took a while to find it. Oh, <laughs> you know, man. like the small little steakhouse oh, in, in Wisconsin was difficult to find. Uh, but like going to the idea of us getting married in Montana, we we wanted to go out somewhere in nature where it'd be beautiful and fun, but we don't know anyone there, right? So it was difficult to, we want like the two people that we needed help with, well, on the, the guy side, I don't have to think about anything like hair and makeup, but uh, the two things that we needed help with that I, I thought about was we needed a photographer and we needed like a parishioner to help us get married and walk us through that process. Yep. It's like, where do you even start? Do you go to do you go to Yelp and <laughs> I go to Google, man. I go to Google. And you go to Google and it'll drive you to the knot, right? It'll that's drive true. you to the knot and that's kind of like your one-stop shop. And it's it's very much uh, you know, you can see the folks that are geographically around where you're gonna get married and, and pick and reach out really simply, which is cool. I like it. So it, it simplifies that. Um and and it also just kind of centralizes all the crazy moving parts of what's going on. There, there are certain, uh, you know, disagreements though, that I will say that not can cause between you and, and your other. <laughs> One of those agreements is how much do you write for each groomsman or bridesmaid? And I got into a, a, some trouble there where I thought I wrote something that was like pretty meaningful, but very kind of punchy, very short. And then I saw what she had written and it was like, Five times the length per person, five times per person. <laughs> like I had a little paragraph, maybe three sentences, four sentences. Meaningful. Yeah. Meaningful, tight, you know, easy, <laughs> easy to fit on a postcard. And the other one was just, it was like a page per person. And I just looked at it and I said, huh, I don't know. How you are we going to solve this? You quickly, <laughs> first conflict of a wedding was content creation. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. I immediately went back and copy pasted my section 20 times over to <laughs> match yes. the length. Yes. And you know what? You know you know, where you could probably find the right middle ground in there is the knot has a very helpful blog. Oh, have you found yourself? I have on not. A, I haven't used it. Two sides of it, right? It is like, not only do they actually have pretty thoughtful and curated content. So you, you can go and get questions answered. And a lot of times if you're, if you're organically searching for something wedding related, the knot will pop up as one hmm. of the top, top sources. And the other side of it is, like on the business side, when you think about it, you know, content marketing is incredibly, incredibly popular in the world of what businesses are doing right now to grow and scale. Yep. And they are, they are kings at it, right? There are so many little things that tie back to a wedding. So like getting your hair done at a wedding, uh, questions about like filling out a registry or, yep. or getting a cake. And they are, they have like well-written long form articles about it that all point you to the knot. And so your, your whole experience is built around the site. And if you're like throwing out some of those questions before you've even registered somewhere, it's like, you're going to probably register there. Right. Like it is the place that not only has the tools you need to, to like set up your wedding successfully. It also has all the questions you have answered already somewhere within their archives. Well, I think it's, it's almost kind of what HubSpot used right for the longest time is HubSpot was just trying to be that source where you could find yep. answers on marketing and inbound. And then eventually you see them enough, you buy the product I think the not what's what's so interesting and what I was you know really interested to learn more about was kind of how do they monetize because the site is free you can go get a site for your wedding and mm -hmm. you can do the invitation that doesn't cost you anything so yeah. I was always scratching my head how do they monetize but you mentioned it earlier you register through the not 
Yeah. Right? You get your registry listed there. And suddenly the knot is getting, you know, affiliate dollars for the traffic mm-hmm. that you, as the person getting married, send to these other sites. Yep. Well, and just imagine like affiliate only affiliate dollars are, are a way to make money and only really feasible as a company when you send in like extreme scale. Oh, totally. and then you think of a wedding though, it's like the overall economic impact of a wedding is kind of dumb <laughs> when you think about it, right? Like not only are you as a, a bride and groom, I actually, I have the stat in front of me. The average wedding costs uh, in 2018 was $33,000 yep, yep. or $33,391. Did you get the average wedding budget? No. It was only $20,000. Oh, so most God. people were <laughs> So just like a total uh, 50% more what a great, than we wanted to spend. Oh my gosh. And, and then like, that is that happy middle ground, it looks like, because then if you're going to get married in New York, plan to spend just about 80 grand. Oh my gosh. Uh, but New Mexico, like place to get married, $18,000. Nice. I think destination weddings are nice in the sense that if you're not from around that area, you can go somewhere. You don't get as many people. So you yep. catering. Yeah. Uh, rural Wisconsin, like that is the place to go. That's got to gotta be borderline free. I don't know. <laughs> they, they just want people. In <laughs> yeah, the, come here. We'll pay you. Back to that idea though, like overall like economic explosion kind of thing. It's, you know, they're the amount of affiliate dollars that are running through wedding registries. It's like, think of all the gifts that they're getting. I mean, people, people in some cases, depending on how many people you invite, it could be almost a break even. Like you well, could get 20 grand worth of gifts. And you mentioned it based on significant traffic. So I had a chance to look at some of the Knots uh, website stats. They get about 9 million uniques a month. Damn. So they're, they're doing pretty well in terms of driving traffic. Well, it's because yep. there's so many weddings every single day. It was like 6,000. Yeah, 6,200 6, weddings happen every single day in the U.S. I wonder, like, what, what about those, like, crazy days? You know, who's, who's getting married on the 4th of July or, or Christmas? Like, there's, there's that... That kooky couple that's just getting married on Christmas because they don't. I feel like it has to be a lull point, right? Like most people aren't doing that. Some people, I mean, uh, like look maybe at that. maybe on like like you have your A tier holidays, right? Like your Christmases <laughs> and your really yeah. probably your Fourth of July is too. Then you, Thanksgiving, right? Then you have kind of like your B and your C tier holiday, like Boxing Day. Boxing Day is probably open season here in the U.S. We don't really do that much uh, for it. I definitely, you disagree? I definitely marked up Boxing. Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you won't box. Is that a Canadian holiday? Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are they? I have no idea what it's about. They they buy a bunch of stuff online. And they unbox they it. They unbox <laughs> it. They all post crappy YouTube videos. Perfect. We can follow along from our homes. Oh, my gosh. And it, it is like I, – I, I laugh at this because I think there's probably two, two arguments to this. Like the services like The Knot make it easier to find affordable solutions to make your wedding affordable. And they make it easier to spend a hell of a lot more money. Because now you know of all these things. Now you know of all these, like the shit of, oh my God, I need candle candle holders. And there's candelabras? A, what? And there's a separate, like, contractor I got to work with for that. Oh, thank God the knot has it. Like, let's get them. It, it's just insane. These these stats of, uh, like, how much money people are spending. Uh, it's like the average wedding dress is 1500 bucks. Um, the average number of people that go to a wedding is a hundred and like 40 people. And I love that stat. Cause then they have the number of people that give gifts and 200 people give gifts. So it's like, I'm kind of wondering, I'm like, who are these extra people? <laughs> so yeah, quick, quick advice for anybody out there planning a wedding, invite a lot of fringe people that you know, won't go or like people from out of state that if they come in, they're going to spend a lot of money. 
It's like, get those fringe people because they'll still give you a gift, but they won't be the expense of actually showing up. Perfect. <laughs> That's a very practical tip. So actually, you know, if you're even thoughtful about this, move out somewhere like really, really rural for a couple of years, develop a community, then move back. And then like invite, invite the whole community. <laughs> <laughs> They'll send gifts. They won't come out. Oh, man. I could see that. I could see that being a thing for sure. So what what else kind of jumped out to you about the now? One of the things that I saw that was really interesting. So I looked at their website traffic in terms of sites that people visit and then end up on the not through. The top two, one was this company called Paperless Post, which is actually an invite company, which made a ton of sense. Like you're doing yep. your invites, you go back to the not. But the other one was Yahoo. Yahoo was the number two referral source for the not. And it got me really scratching my head, Nels. Can, can you guess why? What? <laughs> Who uses Yahoo in 2019? <laughs> I wonder. That is, oh, that's a ridiculous thing to begin with. I feel like the not must just be, they must realize like, there's so much money in Yahoo or like there's, there's, sorry, there's so many people that are still using Yahoo right. that well, we can spend nothing and get all of, all of the traffic, literally. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I think about like, you know, you use the knot, you make your site and then you send word out to people. And those yeah. are the people that visit the knot a lot of times. And on Dude, Yahoo, the, it, I got it. It's the aunts of the world. That's exactly It's it. like the old that's aunts exactly that, it. I'm going Yahoo. Because my, my parents are use Yahoo.com. That's their email. Provider. Never said them. I sat him down. I tried. They, they tried to talk me into switching to Hotmail, and I was like, "No, that's not quite the way we want to. That's not the direction we want to go." Mom, no. That's so, a, oh, man. So yeah, so Yahoo was their number two referral source, which was which is interesting. But then you also mentioned the Not News. Is that part of their blog, or they had the the Not News is one of their other top oh, referral I, sources? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, so you can get different updates on the Knot or maybe some different blog posts and content. So that content strategy is driving a lot of traffic for them as well. That man, that is that is so interesting. And like the that's where their business is is just so incredible is that every single wedding is lead gen for the next person that's going to host a wedding, right? Yes. So, love it. You know, getting one user means getting 150. And whether or not they're all going to be customers down the road, it's like they're on your site, they're experiencing the Knot, and they're their attention to focus, detail, and design will, like, if they if they win that game, other people are going to come use them just because they've already experienced the product. I love it. Referrals. You get that word of mouth. Yes. How did Bob do that website again? Oh, the nod. The nod. The nod. Yeah. Pull up Yahoo. Let's go. <laughs> That's exactly how it would go down. Uh, um, the other The other side of it, too, that I thought about quite a bit, um, that's just kind of interesting is like they are that hub and really good lead gen for service providers. Oh, yes. We didn't talk about this. So you get we talked about the affiliate fees. It's one way that not makes revenue. Not also makes revenue by charging subscription fees to vendors to be yep. listed as preferred vendors or just as vendors, period, yep. in their uh, platform. Because, you know, you're right. Folks go to the not and they know it's a central spot and they know there's a bunch of things they need to do. Mm -hmm. They don't know what they are. But through the not, you find a bunch of providers. Yep, and my use case is the perfect one, right? I'm gonna go get married in Montana. I have no idea who I should be talking to. It's like I'm already working with Nanat on my wedding website. They're the place to go. Are you going to Montana? Well, that's where we're getting married. Oh, okay, but not the the event, like the afterwards thing. No, no. Okay, you got an invite. To I did. I remember. <laughs> I, I didn't see it said Montana. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I look closely at things that are like dramatically out of state. I thought it was somewhere in Wisconsin. It is. It? Okay. it is in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but our wedding before that is in Montana. God, that's right, because they're separate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a minute, did I, 
I missed that one. Let me pull up my calendar. I missed that one. Up. So we're gonna need you to take off all of August. Yeah, to be <laughs> it's gonna be quite the intensive trip. Gosh. Um, it, but it, it, I mean, that's a great sustainable business model. Once you get to that like level of critical mass. Yes. Right? I mean, because they're they're really at this point where businesses are growing, and it's you see it with like food delivery companies too. Yes. It's like the Uber Eats of the world are actually driving way more traffic to these companies, so they're they're thrilled to be on the platform. Right. Right, because they're bringing in new customers that they would have otherwise never had. I mean, even right before this, I was on Twitter and I saw a guy who got you know some award from the Knot, and he was raving to the world that only three percent of vendors have this prestigious thing, so you should work with him because he's a you know. Well, he's a DJ too, right? Yeah, he's a DJ. Yeah, he's uniquely qualified to run the music at your wedding. I wonder, like, I, I like to think that there's someone sitting in the back of the wedding with like a check. You know, a, a checklist of like, mm, you did everything quite well. Yeah, check, check. <laughs> Give them the stamp. Send it. <laughs> I will say that that is a tough job. I knew someone once who was a wedding DJ. Yeah. And you have to manage the audience. Right? But people make requests. And sometimes those yeah. requests don't always fit in. Yeah. So I remember uh, this guy, his best story was he had, it was like they just started dancing. Mm-hmm. And it was after the groom and, and uh, bride had danced. And he got a request for like straight out of Compton by NWA. And he's like, well, what do I, what do I do? And so he played a couple of their songs and eventually he played straight. And then the dance floor just dies when he plays it. No. Yeah. Cause it was a different, yes. different audience, man. <laughs> different audience. And that like, I like to think that they were, they had some very, very fun poppy songs with no vulgar language. And then straight out of Compton <laughs> comes Rolls on. In, yes. Yeah. You need to, you need to like manage that crowd and learn, learn when to say no. Right. 100%. That's when you're like, hey, you know, it's 8 o'clock right now at, at uh, 2 a.m. We'll, uh, we'll play this <laughs> when the crowd is already gone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What, uh, man, so we both have kind of like lived and gone through this experience. Yes. What were, what, is there anything that they could have done, Sean? Is there anything that they could have done to change change your, your uh, experience with the website, with the product that, that would have made you a stickier customer? Or? Yeah. So if you think about how the knot is monetizing today, right? Yep. They've got two sources of customers. Like you and I actually are not technically their customers. Mm-hmm. We're, we're kind of like this person they enable to win. And as a result, they have customers through the affiliate programs that they're doing and through the vendors that they're connecting us to. 100%. I think there's an interesting play in making us the customers a little Ooh. bit. So you've got this free version. Third revenue model. Exactly. Keep it out there. Keep it free. Yeah. But for those of us in the world who really suffer from decision fatigue around weddings, because even with the knot, I've got to pick people. I've got to like go around do, doing diligence. I got to upload a contact list. I got to send out email, like an invite email and make yeah. it custom. And I think about these things now as I say, man, if someone were to wave a wand and make a lot of those problems go away for me just forever... I would pay them for that. I'd pay them a one time. I'd pay them a lot because that takes up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about it and I said, huh, how could, how could they not help with this? And I said, well, you know, it's not uncommon to have recommendation engines that power yes. you know, software. And I said, you know, how could they easily do it? And then, of course, you know, the other week, this whole scandal broke about Facebook. Did you see this in the news? No. Apps are getting your information and then immediately telling Facebook. So you would enter like a fitness app. Be like, oh, got my run in today. And then yep. the fitness app would, even if you've never used Facebook before, they'd be like, hey, Facebook, Nell's got his run in today. <laughs> like, because the idea would be Facebook would serve you up ads based on, oh, Nell's must be tired. Let's get him that Gatorade, like the replenish one. Let's let's show him some ads for Jeez. that. Yeah, I would get that hyper targeted. I said, man, so 
it seems like Facebook has all of our data right now. Yeah. What if we just enabled you to have create a not account with Facebook? Had Facebook, you know, populate a bunch of you know things that you like that you yep. tend to do, and based on that insight, we give you three buckets. Here's your wedding. Here's your wedding one. Here's wedding two. Here's wedding three. Yep. And you can go in and customize any option you want in there. But if you're just you know wanting to get ninety five percent of the way done, you can just pick one. And see, like, look at some of the samples. I'm like, oh yeah, it looks it looks good. And in 30 minutes, you could be done. Now, <laughs> in 30 minutes, you could be done. Oh my gosh, there's a lot to digest there. Tons. there. Let, let me uh, let me reiterate to make sure I'm on the yeah, same page. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying Facebook knows so much about us. Yes. Not only what we have put in, but also now what other apps are communicating to it. Yep. That it's very realistic that the suggestions they could give us if we were to link the knot in Facebook would be so closely accurate to what we would want that why not do it? We can cut down on the decision fatigue of having to pick through multiple things. A hundred percent. So think of it this way. I hook up my Facebook. Yes. My significant other hooks up their Facebook Mm -hmm. and suddenly boom, it's looking through all the things. Like it could even get down to like, Hey, here's some dress and tuxedo ideas based Mm -hmm. on, your Facebook pictures, the things that you've uploaded, or here are people. <laughs> We've we, looked at all your photos. <laughs> here are the people we think you should really invite based oh on God. your Facebook. And then Sean's list of like side chicks that he's talking <laughs> to all gets thrown on there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and and you have some some preset registries. Oh, people with your tastes tended to like. Boom! Here's some yes. stuff for your registry. And I think it's so neat because it, it would 100% be customizable. But it would give every single person a starting point that isn't square one. It's like you're, you're square 30. You're halfway across the board. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. Hypothetical. Yeah. Because I, I became aware of this uh, when I was looking through some of my interests on Facebook. Oh, like, I filled those out too. <laughs> yes. Yes. And like – We wouldn't use that. I, I have I have like my music interest Nickelback is like – Oh, no. Dude, it's like – Nels. I know. Back in 2008. I love that. <laughs> and so when I, when I have like – uh, Chad Kroger shaped plates or something like what are they <laughs> recommending for me? Yeah, so I think I think it would be things like decor, you know, and a lot of it would be based off of. We're talking the deeper learning stuff. Of yeah, like- <laughs> totally. Like so, so Facebook knows like the places you tend to visit. Yes, and it knows like you know the things that you would wear for the pictures you upload and the pictures <laughs> you're tagged in. It literally knows everything about you. It so. knows a lot. It knows your style, so it could find you clothes. Yes. It knows your location, so it could probably find a venue that would be suitable. Or even to the level of like you're an Instagram user, of like what are the styles of people that are fo- that you're following? Yeah, that's a hundred percent real. I got you. I got you. What? Okay. What would you? So you're saying that this is so convenient that you'd be willing to pay for it? I would pay. I would pay through the nose this, <laughs> for this thing, man. Man, what sort of like what sort of experience have you had on the knot? <laughs> it's where? not the knot per se. It's just that like the knot does a good job of centralizing things, but there's still a lot of work involved with the wedding. I have to go through a list. I have to figure out who gets plus ones and who doesn't. Yes. I have to not forget that you know third cousin, the twice removed. Like I have to remember these people. I actually. So I went through when we were like putting our wedding list together, I went through both Facebook and LinkedIn and looked at everybody. Totally. And then like racked my brain and then asked my parents for like, who am I missing? It's it's a, it's an exhausting thing. And if there's a way to streamline that process, to make it simpler, to give folks some cookie cutter options that they can just pick and, and have something, you know, almost done, I think it would be huge. Instead of looking at that blank Excel spreadsheet, 
with name, email, and <laughs> plus ones and having to fill it all in yourself. You're basically unchecking the experience. So it's yeah. like, here, here is what your wedding looks like. If you want something different, then go in and change it. Yeah, 100%. Would, do, would it go to the level of like, Nell's the, the uh, Nickelback Lemon Hard Rocker. Um, he probably wants that like sweet metal band. I, is- <laughs> I don't know if it would go that far. It probably would recommend DJs for default. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you could change that. The guy that. with the funkiest looking wanted, hair. If you wanted Nickelback, you could change that. You could see if they're in town. Oh, my gosh. It, it would probably be close to affordable now. Like, <laughs> who knows what kind of tour they're on right now. <laughs> I like it. I think that's uh, – you know, it's an interesting data play that is convenient, just like a, a lot of, you know, what Facebook is using our information for right now. And they're – there just probably wouldn't even be a reason why they'd have to even share too much about like what they're doing. It's more just a, like, hey, here's something more convenient for you. Yeah. The only issue with this is because Facebook has this wealth of data, the not probably isn't going to be able just to pick it all up uh, by asking you to sign in with Facebook. There might have to be a, a pass here, something they, they pick up. I, I haven't looked entirely into the Facebook API. I know some things are open, like events, anytime yeah. you check in somewhere. I know that folks can grab. Um, pictures you can give people access to your Facebook pictures. Does Facebook do have like a sentiment analysis from photos or things? Like no, that? but that that's pretty. I mean, you could have something off the shelf from like sure. a Google or a Microsoft. Microsoft actually has a pretty good one that would enable you to do that. So, Sean, we realize that you're actually like quite a depressing dude. So we're, <laughs> we're going to give you. Oh, yeah. We read all your posts, and uh, <laughs> we're going to give you a very dreary. The only, the only downside, though, is because I haven't posted on Facebook in so long. Like, I think it should probably tie into either Facebook or Instagram if you're yes, more active there. Yes. That would be a good one. Uh, love it. All right, that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I think that would be very nice. I mean, I, I not too long ago went and signed up for not name. You're right. You're starting. You're basically building the roadmap. Yeah. Like they give you a skeleton for it, but you have to go in and do all the work. I don't. I'm just not about doing the work. And then the decision fatigue is tough because it's it's totally true. And I've I've realized this with our house too. It's like there are so many points where you could choose multiple items yep. that don't matter. Yep. It's like what what type of screw would we use on a cabinet? It doesn't matter. No one sees it, <laughs> or it's just such a small minute thing. And the same thing with. With weddings, it's like things like what sort of silverware should be on a table. It's like who gives a shit? Gold or silver? I want it to silver. be able to like poke crap, and <laughs> and you can eat it, and maybe cut a piece of meat. And but like people do, they have you have the option to go to that level, and it's now becoming commonplace where they will give it to you on the screen. Yep. So you feel like you should, and that's where it gets really tiring, really quick, and can lead to some problems. And Sean, that kind of ties into pivot my number, pivot. Pivot number two. What do we got? Uh, so the Knot is owned by a holding company, right? Yes. The XO Group. And they not only do uh, – they not only create solutions around weddings. They actually have two other brands. Uh, the Nest. Yep, for homeowners. Yep. So you go and buy a home and it, it's, it's all kind of around that same idea of like a life event. Uh, and then the bump. I'm having a kid. So this idea of like something's changing in my life and here is a way to celebrate that change and excitement uh, and here are the types of service providers, everything like that. Totally. Uh, and, and all centralized in one spot. And I was, I was kind of thinking about it and I was thinking through all the platforms that they have and all the data that they have. And the not is 
like their flagship. Like that's the, that's the most important thing. And, and I just kept thinking back to so many people have registered their weddings on the knot. Yep. And like they have been around since 99. (laughs) So they have a ton of information on weddings that uh, have happened, the couples, things like that. And they, they frankly have their audience list for what could be a product built around divorces. One more time. <laughs> so, Sean, a very, very sad truth in the world is that 40 to 50% of people get divorced. It was funny. So when I was looking up the wedding stats, it said about one third of the people who were getting married had been married before. Yeah. 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 And that number, like 40 to 50% goes up even higher if they've been married already. So it's like everybody's getting divorced. Like, like flip a coin. Like, <laughs> one in two. At this point, we might as well get married ourselves and then just flip a coin and decide. Oh, even, no. If it's even worth it. <laughs> and... Um, it's not a pleasant life event. No. But it is a life event. Yeah. And an incredibly lucrative life event. <laughs> so I, I was looking at kind of stats on divorces, what it can cost outside of just separating your wealth as a couple. So like the idea of splitting it up however you, you're going to do it. The average divorce costs anywhere from fifteen to $30,000. Legal fees? Is it legal fees? Yeah. Uh, fighting it, I, I, I honestly don't know how. Like, how do you fight a divorce? How is it like? That's just it, like you, you extend it out, and and the lawyer fees of like two hundred fifty bucks an hour, like now get drawn I, out over. I months. didn't realize you could fight a divorce. I thought it was kind of a unilateral thing. Or... Well, I don't think you can. I this is something I'm not qualified to really talk sure. about. But I, you don't. I don't believe it's like fighting whether or not you're getting divorced. It's fighting uh, where do our assets? Oh are. yeah, totally. That and things sense. like. You know, kid management, like what happens with our children. Custody, yeah. So I was thinking, I mean, they're basically this whole world of divorcing is a big question mark. And it's kind of like exactly like what was happening with the knot, with the wedding of like, there's so many different moving parts that are going on. I see this. Yeah, yeah, And they have the added benefit of not only understanding how to design wise, put that all together into a very compelling package. They have the added benefit of knowing most of the U.S. that just got married and also being able to predict pretty quickly, you know, who is likely to get divorced in a, a certain time period. So that's my thought around it, Sean. I think they basically create the knot. Maybe they call it the sever. Oh, it's like <laughs> the knot that you created together and we're cutting it because Gone. we're getting divorced. Well, and so is the play there that you'd be able to connect them with resources and vendors and yes. be kind of a similar model. Yes. And, and so there's a long-term and a, a short-term and a long-term. So I, I think the short-term is very much like the, the resource generation tool and also the, the roadmap of like, you know, where we are in the process, where we need to go to be complete. Uh, the long-term, which who knows if we'll ever get there, is it's while it is a, a sad moment, it can also be a, a, a long time coming and it could be a moment to celebrate, hmm. right? It's like, you know, we have been doing this for years and we're just ready to be done with it. And, you know, now we're at a point where we're like, I'm finally divorced. Like, let's, let's go. We're hosting a party. And what do I need for it? Ah, I need invitations. I need to, you guys are buying me shit because I have no more money. So I need a gift registry. Is that how it happens? I have no idea. Well, not now, but it could be. That's the long-term play. Who knows if we ever get there? Oh man, I, I definitely see like the vendors piece, right? Where it's like vendors register through the sever. Yes. And then the I, sever. if I need a good divorce lawyer, I have one available to me. Yes. You know, all those different pieces. 
if I'm leaving the flat, if I'm going to have to get a new place, like yeah. real estate agents, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that. Um, it could be like, yeah, attorney referrals, moving referrals, moving like companies that. or like, like sort of services built around that. Two, um, two guys in a truck referrals. <laughs> uh, like they could, they could tie it back to the nest and say like, hey, here's your bachelor pad items that you need. It's like, hey, you got a new house. <laughs> buy some, buy some furniture and move on with your life. <laughs> Brutal. I think, I mean, life events is such an interesting space, right? And I think if you can open up a new life event, you're really tapping into a different market, a market that is very large. You, know, you mentioned that 40 to 50%. I, I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm curious, like I think that initial play, like the near-term vision super makes sense to me. What so you you know talk long term like you get you get people using this you get like the critical mass yeah what do you think are some of like the the challenges because like you don't want to celebrate like divorce in the same sense as you celebrate a wedding but like understand like you want like people will want to be there for you you know what I mean yeah. stuff like that how do you how do you kind of position that what do you think you know it could be it, I guess it all depends on like what sort of since there's such a difference in divorce. Yeah. As far as like it could be a very amicable split. It could be a yeah. very difficult. I'm I now need support managing my family. Yeah. Uh and I could see it as almost being like, you know, a wedding website is how we get updates on the wedding and we we see things like the gift registry. You know, it could be very much like that for divorces, right? You know, this is where you're gonna get updates on where we are in the process. You're you're my 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 stakeholders in life yeah and there are going to be times where i'm going to call upon you and if you can maybe there's a way to financially support me throughout this because i have no money anymore hook up go fund me hook up go fund me <laughs> uh yeah i wonder how many successful divorces from GoFundMe there have been <laughs> um, could be an interesting market test <laughs> it could be an interesting market test and and I, I i could see that like especially when you get kids involved oh yeah like totally. timing and money is such an important mm -hmm. thing uh, I could see that there is a need for a place for people that are going through that where they don't have to do it alone and the support system that they have can be updated and also kind of support and help where they can. I like it. And it whether maybe that eventually turns into like we're now celebrating because it's complete and we're over the hump uh, and then we'll throw a party. I like it. I like it. I, <laughs> I mean, mean, I always just want to get back to the party. Yeah, it's, it's just, we'll, and we'll party. We'll have a website. You can look at our website. And when it's done, there's a party. There's a party. Buy stuff off the registry. <laughs> the sever gets 15% on every item you buy, all right? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so interesting. So I think, you know, a lot of opportunity to open up a new new market, right? I don't know who's going after that space. If there's anybody, it could just be blue. It sounds like kind of this blue ocean right now. Yeah, no, it, it really is. And I... There, I'm sure there are plenty of people that are going after. I think we should write a blog post about you know how to manage your divorce. And then I think to so, throw down the knot. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> people, people will land on it organically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's. It seems to be like there are plenty of people that service it. Right, there are whole practices built around divorces, like law practices. But is there is there that like here is your roadmap of what you have to do, and here is the simplest way to solve that? I don't know. It's another one of those points in life where there's going to be decision fatigue. You have stuff you just have to figure out. And if there's a way to show you a path. And even if there is, like, let's be real, the market for divorces is is incredibly large. Yeah. Right. And it it's I, I think that there's some hesitation from groups like the not to dive into it because of the, the sentiment around it. Yeah. But in reality, it's a big thing. Totally. And people need help with it. Totally. And if you put that same level of like design care and resources towards it. Like it could be a very, you're going to have good outcomes. Yeah. yeah, totally. I like it, man. I think it's pretty cool. 
if you think about life events, when you originally were talking about like life events, I was like, are we getting into the death business, like the funeral casket yes. stuff? But I think divorce is a much, much more viable market. I, I love it. And you know, since we know so much about people from their Facebook data, we might be able oh to get some gosh. predictability. Oh, seriously, that would be... <laughs> Let's tie the two in together. Bob well. and Karen aren't aren't gonna <laughs> send them some ads send for the sentiment analysis. Yeah, send us some ads for the sever. Bob's <laughs> been kind of a dick recently. <laughs> the sever, and then you know what? You don't even need. You can save money. You don't need to go through a branding exercise because the sever's already there. Is it available? Sever.com? Let's get it if it we, is. We got to buy, we'll buy it right now. All righty. Well, there you have it, gang. You've got some different options to take the knot to new heights. We'll see you next time on Poor Pivots.